Good morning, good day, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Hashtag from Coach to Coach. Hashtag we talk on Mondays. This is your host, Francisco. And today, I have a coach, I have a coach, I have a coach from the West Coast of U.S., and he is Peter. Uh, I'll try to pronounce his, uh, his last name. Schulte? Schulte. Yep. Schulte. Sorry, Dad. Peter Schulte. There you go. Peter, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me here, Francisco. Yeah, it's great to be here. Um, and yeah, I live in uh, Bellingham, Washington, which is a town on the coast, uh, kind of halfway between Vancouver and Seattle, but just on the, the state side. So a lot of mountains and water and and a lot of rain in the winter yeah are you at yourself an outdoor activity guy or more indoor uh, <laughs> in theory i have two young kids i have almost a five-year-old and almost a two-year-old so uh my uh i'd love to get outside more and and i'm you know with my five-year-old more and more i'm able to do that but uh yeah i grew up skiing and i love skiing and hiking and and all that Okay, nice. Sounds 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 cool. Sounds good. That kind of activity. Well, welcome to this episode of yours of this uh, podcast. So, Peter, I always ask my the first question. I always say is, "Who is Peter?" <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's a hard question, isn't it? Um, I mean, I could go a lot of different ways with that. Maybe I'll start by saying I'm a purpose and leadership coach. Uh, actually fairly new, just I've, I've, I've launched my practice this year. Uh, yes. I had a, a 12 to 13 year career in the nonprofit space. I worked uh, kind of with the UN system on uh, with businesses around the world to kind of yes. set them up in, uh, for uh, sustainable water and climate practices. Okay. So I had a long journey there. And then just in the last year or so, I've made this shift into coaching and uh you know, what I love to do with my clients is, you know, I, I tend to work with what I call purpose-driven leaders, people who are looking for maybe a deeper sense of fulfillment than just the next yeah. promotion, or money or whatever, and looking to both find something that really makes them come alive, but also contribute to social change and have some sort of lasting impact on climate or social justice or poverty alleviation public health those kind of issues okay hey you say yeah so from a non-profit to be a, a professional coach in yeah. in that niche of just man's leadership right but it's like my curiosity is 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 popping up already it's like what was the change you were looking or what was the change yeah that's a good question. Um, you know, it's funny. I worked at the same organization uh, for 12 or 13 years, yes. um, which is fairly rare, at least where I'm from, to just stay in a job that long, just at the start of my career. Um, but within that, I, it, I actually had what seemed like a lot of different jobs. I started off in research. I went into communications and digital engagement and to uh, all sorts of things. And uh, I noticed by the end of it, what I loved the most, I, by then I had kind of grown a team of four or five, six people. And yeah. what I loved most is just working with them and trying to tap into their gifts and their passions and their interests and their talents and and help those come alive as much as possible. And uh, at some point, someone pointed out to me that what I was doing was 
at least similar to, to coaching. And okay. um, also around that time, you know, I was, I had young, very young kids and um, was looking for a change and something that would just give me a lot more freedom in my life and in my everyday life. So um, all those things together started pointing me toward, toward coaching and here I am. Okay. So, but as, as you said, you're, you're quite new in, in this, in the coaching and you're still, you know, uh, starting your, the journey to be a, a good professional coach, right? So, so far at this moment, what have you encountered? What have you realized from, from coaching? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, one thing I want to say is both coaching is hard um, in a lot of ways and it's also can be easy. <laughs> I don't okay. know what I mean by that, but it's um, sometimes people just need some ears and some powerful questions, and then they do a lot of the work themselves. Um, and that's kind of reassuring. I I don't necessarily have to be brilliant for my client to uh, to have um, to make a change and have some insight that that can really change their lives. And with okay. that, it's. I learn something new every every day, every session, and there's seemingly kind of this uh, endless uh, path of learning and and discovery and, and and growing as a coach. And I really I really enjoy that. There's so much more to explore and and dive into. Yeah. So I like what you said here. It's like sometimes people uh, needs someone to hear them. Right. Is it there's a question there? Is it easy for you to hear them? And as well as do you think people has that easiness to be heard? Hmm. I think I do. I mean, one of the reasons I'm drawn to coaching is I think, you know, if I can say it, you know, one of my skill sets and just kind of innate things is I have some ability to listen and to kind of form and, and to hear maybe what's not being said or yeah. hear what's between words. Um, so I do think I have that and that has served me really well. Uh, what was your other question? Whether No, that question is like, is for Peter, is it, is, is it, I mean, it's like, is it easy to hear them? Or what they're saying, as you said, or what is not being said as well as, is it easy to invite people for them to, to share yeah, I think that's another thing too. It's some somehow I have some sort of disarming, I, and I'm learning this more and more. But have some sort of effect to invite people into openness and and sharing. Um, I seem to have that, which is again really serving me well. Kind of the yeah, I don't know. It's not really a paradox, but the question is, I don't actually know what I'm not hearing. So there's probably a lot more that is being communicated that I'm I'm not picking up on quite yet. Yeah, um, and that's kind of the mystery of coaching is um, what is there there to work with that I'm not totally catching catching that. And I think that's the, that's a part of our profession as a coach, right? You you just said a very interesting one. I don't know what I'm I'm hearing. Actually, that's the thing. I sometimes we don't know what the client is wants to know or what's to saying, right? And I think that's where we have to work with our clients and see how you are to clash and meet it, meet in the middle, right? So I think it's like so. My 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 point there is like, I don't know what I'm hearing, and the question is, does the client as well know what he's trying to say? Right. What do you think? 
What do you think? Yeah, well, what brings up for me is when I'm I'm not clear what I'm hearing. I try to just be honest about that and say, I don't know what, what I'm hearing right now. Can you clarify to me? And, and often, sometimes they'll just say it a different way and I'll get it and it'll land. And sometimes it'll reveal that they didn't really know what they were saying in the first place. And then we take it a level deeper and we keep going and we keep uncovering until we both know what's being communicated and we feel feel good. So there's just that, you know, part of the, the easy part of coaching is I can just be, say what's happening for me. And if something's not clear, I'll say, I'm not clear on this. Can you explain it to me? <laughs> Which seems so simple in some ways, but. Um, well, as you said, no, coaching could be difficult and or coaching could be easy. So simple, right? And let's see if there's a simple way to do it. And there's also a hard way to for us to 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 listen what is being said or what or the other person trying to say. No? But at this, as you said, you're again, you're you're quite uh, starting in your journey as a professional, good professional coach. Where are you at this moment? Well, how, how are you seeing yourself as a as a as a coach? Yeah, um, it's an interesting question. I'm seeing myself, I've got enough feedback and testimonials so far to have this feeling of like, you know, when I first started off, you know, it was like March 1st, I opened my practice and I started saying I'm a coach and I really hadn't seen any clients yet. And, you know, so it, was, it, it kind of felt weird to call myself a coach. Now, you know, several months down the line, I have several clients it's going well i've been in dozens of sessions and maybe the biggest thing is i don't flinch at all when i say i'm a coach i really feel like i'm a a coach now it's how i spend my days and it's the yeah the craft that i'm honing and 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 building so i like that and um you know honestly the biggest in some ways the hardest part is learning the whole process of creating connections with clients creating or with prospective clients inviting them into a conversation kind of laying out what what a coaching relationship might look like telling them what my price is and holding firm in there and just all the kind of business parts at the start to get us into a a real session or a quote unquote real session yeah. is uh maybe where a lot of my learning curve has been it's not that that's the part that isn't kind of doesn't feel natural for me per se yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and when you say this about because it's you know, our audience or our listeners know and they see about he listen about coaches right what what exactly would you would you do or you're doing to, for creating that kind of connection how would i do it Ah, but yeah, you know, how are you able to create that connection with the with the client, with the coaching? Yeah, I mean, one of my skill sets are just kind of innate kind. Of, you know, one of the things I do is try to get people tapped into their like kind of innate essential qualities, and uh -huh. I think mine is curiosity, or I know one of mine is curiosity, and so for me, I just lean into my love and curiosity and be curious with the person, and it could be a friend, it could be someone I'm meeting on the street, it could be an old colleague, but I, I try to just, and it, I actually don't have to try. I just show up and I'm curious about what's happening in their life. And with some people that might 
not lead to any kind of coaching thing. And then with another person, they might start talking about some big challenge they have or some vision they have. And then I start asking questions and I just get curious about what that is. And sometimes it just kind of naturally leads down that road. Yeah. And that kind of curiosity is, is one thing that we are a coach. We have, we have to have that kind of curiosity. Because that's the thing of how are we able to invite and as well ex uh, help our clients to get as much as possible what's their inner what's the part the inner side that they're trying to you know to show and having that kind of curiosity having that kind of good powerful questions is, is part of the key for them to you know to extend to explain to share to communicate and so on right and that's part of the, the hearing. You, do you have you noticed that, Peter? Yeah, well, what comes up for me as you say that about curiosity is um, I, I also find it serves in, you know, the, the number one thing, I'm not number one, but one of the things that's most important is to be radically non-judgmental about whatever the client is bringing so that they can bring up the darkest stuff on their hearts or their biggest dreams yes. that, you know, the last thing I would want is them for feel to feel judged or worried about what I'm going to think. And curiosity is the absolute opposite end of the spectrum of judgment. And so when I can be in that curious space, it just invites so much more of the coaching content and, and the real stuff to get into. And I think that as you're saying this is, it's like if you, if you're a curious person and you're talking with someone, right? You have to you have to try to figure out also how that other person would regain that kind of curiosity that is needed for him to to rediscover, mm. to rethink, to to to, to accept, no? or, or make some kind of reflections of new thinkings in that sense. And I think that's part of Peter as a coach, there, you know? being curious and see if the other person can also be triggered with his own curiosity. Yeah. And I mean, I hadn't really thought of it that way, but as you're saying it, it makes me kind of wonder or think that curiosity is infectious. Um, you know, <laughs> a good way. A good way. <laughs> in a good way. I mean, maybe infectious is, is a tough word. In the last few years we've been in, but, um, but, you know, if I can practice that and then it really offers them the permission to do the same for themselves, which is, of course, what we're looking for. Yeah. So heading, heading, moving forward, or heading, heading to 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 what could be the next? What could be your next step being a coach, the Peter, a professional beyond coach, or just within yes. coaching? Within coaching, yes. Yeah, you know, I think for me, I'm, you know, so often people talk about what's your niche or whatever, and I, you know, I I think I want to just get more clear on kind of the specific body of work that I'm bringing, you know, we can do kind of standard coaching. And then there's also some practices and some frameworks that are starting to come online. And it's kind of creating my own, you know, continuing to create my own unique brand of what coaching is. And um, for me, one thing that feels really alive is, you know, one paradigm of coaching that seems to be pretty popular is to ask the client to, you know, envision the most successful version of themselves or like really dream big about mm -hmm. the future version of what they are. And you know, that of course has its, has its right place. 
what I love to do is just show them how beautiful they are right now. Just be, I kind of, I often invite them to create this kind of purpose metaphor for themselves. And the one I have for myself is mirror of beauty. So I'm really trying to just act as a mirror for them to see everything that's whole and beautiful and good just as things are right now rather than working from that deficit place of i'm so far off from the person i want to be or my full potential or something like that so i'd like kind of like to lean more fully into that kind of paradigm yeah that paradigm of inviting because one of the things i always say is like how do we envision ourselves you know and it, it takes a while it is quite difficult right and a person who's approaching a, a coaching session is, is still there. When it's like that, was it's stuck now. And how is how is Peter to maneuver or make it happen in in that that moment for the coachee for him to able to visualize to work on that vision, the big the big, think big and and see what could be. Sorry, I'm not sure I understand. Yeah, I'm trying to say it's like the question is. How would you be able to invite an individual for them to envision their goal, their objective? How do they see themselves? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's most alive for me is um in some ways I don't try to focus that much on the goal, but just on who they are already. And um to get them to see that, um there's a lot of ways we could do. Sometimes it's just, um, it could be inviting them into, for example, like thinking about the people in the world they most admire, or even like the person that they most want to become or kind of create almost like a role-playing character of their most ideal hero. And then the, the flip I do sometimes is to acknowledge how all these characteristics, they these like qualities of being they admire so much are actually the real them that's already inside them that has just been kind of clouded over or programmed mm -hmm. over by their parents or society or their boss or whatever it may be. And just to acknowledge that the things that they admire and love in the world are actually just a reflection of what's deep within them already. And yeah. I find that when that is able to land there's like a kind of a visible relaxing and a smile on their face and a lightening of the mood and when we can get to that place that's where it feels like the magic really starts to happen like even the way they think about and relate to their problems or the future or whatever seems to to shift pretty radically nice 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 nice, nice. And do you, you mentioned about the niche, you know, any, any other areas, right? Is there any other thing that you think you would be exploring to be out to, in your, in your coaching practice? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I really like focusing on purpose and that has a few different dimensions for me. That's um, helping people tap into kind of their innate, what I call their genius, kind of the, the thing, the, the gifts and the creativity that wants to come out of them innately. Um, and then kind of offer that as a gift to the world. That's kind of how I think about purpose. 
Um, but also, you know, more and more social purpose, at least in the States. I don't know how it is where, over there, yeah. but um, that's kind of a, you know, purpose-driven leaders are ones that are considered really oriented about solving for climate or justice or a myriad of issues, but kind of social good issues. And so that's the other, I love helping people find kind of, I guess you could say their niche or their like focus within social change so that their profession moves from just about getting the next promotion or getting more money or being successful into the ways in which they want to influence the world and make an impact and, and create a world that they they love. You know, and, and when you say about this purpose, not this purpose, I have this a mentor or, or, or I've been following this as, as a, a professor based in Connecticut. He said in every time he I join one of his webinars event, he always starts it's like in life you have to have two things. Enjoy it and have a purpose. And every time, really, every time I work with my clients about, you know, what's your purpose in life, it takes time, huh? Yeah, 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 a lot of time. And it's always evolving, I think. Yes. And the thing is, like you said about purpose, it's purpose for money, for financial uh, settle, or, you know, uh, to get married, you know, or whatever it is, right? But the thing is, that has to be a purpose. But really, it takes really a good 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 extended time and and and, th and thinking and thoughts about what's the real purpose of myself yeah what's the meaning of my life what's the world i want to create what is my life about right now yeah you know those are those are kind of at least some of the the really big questions um yeah and uh, something that came up as you were saying that is uh you know, I don't want to uh, undersell the enjoy life part of it. You know, a lot of what I've, what I like doing, you know, so often in our culture today, people are just grinding away, working these long hours and, and just exhausting themselves. And that's, that's present for people who are just really driven by money and status and all that. And it's, also very very common for people who want maybe even more common and people who want to make a difference in the world or have a social impact that the problems of the world are so urgent and dire that they think that they need to just run themselves into the ground every day or they're not doing enough and yes what i what i what's really important to me what's really important to me is to help these purpose-driven leaders build that enjoyment of their life or their well-being or a sense of peace not only for their own good but because that's really necessary to live their purpose for any extended period of time it's kind of you need both sides of it in order to to live it for years and decades um, and so a lot of work is just getting into what do we need to do to create some peace and spaciousness in your life um, so that you can keep on with this for years to come. Yes, and as as I as I go with you, and I always do this, you know, always kind of uh, the, my podcast and my episode, the episodes that I, I I I'm able to join with other coaches like you. I have this kind, not quotes, but I I write here uh, just for the title of of what could be. And mm -hmm. one of two things I got is, what is your purpose? 
creating connection and mm. people need someone to hear them. Those are the things I'm getting from now, from our conversation as Peter. You know, if you say it's like Peter is want to be there to create some kind of connection with the client. His main interest is to see what kind of purpose that individual have for him to have this kind of, you know, to think about for his uh, objective, for his goals, for his vision and so on. And as a, as a coach, Peter is a person who, who enjoys to be there to hear what people want to say or want to share or hear what is not being said. Yeah. Thanks for that listening. Um, yeah, I mean, what's coming to mind is, uh, I mean, the one that of those that feels purpose for some reason, that word just feels so closely connected to what I do. And, um, it just feels like there's so many different layers of it. Um, there's, like I said, tapping into your genius or your gifts, there's the purpose out in the world and offering something into the world. And then there's the sense of purpose that's just the fulfillment and meaning that we give our lives. And most of the people I've talked to, and maybe these are just the clients that find their way to me, but what they're really missing is just this foundational like sense of what is my life about? What's the meaning that I'm going to make of what I do here? And how am I going to turn that into something that's fulfilling for me? Yeah. And I, I agree what you're saying, uh, because I believe that we have in, a, in any stage of our life, whatever it is, uh, you know, get married, uh, got the studies, married, got a good job. There must be always a purpose for it. I mean, like, it's not just do it and make it happen. Uh, and I think people have to have this clear purpose of why are they doing this so that they can. Uh, and I'm, I, I'm, and I'm, and, and I'm convinced that for those individuals, that for some reason they're so uh, busy in, in, in their status quo of doing things, they don't have, they don't stop or they don't have that kind of clear purpose. And they, you know, mm -hmm. There will be a moment there will be a time of you know confusion or stuck or doubts. What is what is the you know the framework? What am I doing? So that's where I think. Yeah, and a lot of people can get by for a long time, just, you know, my purpose is to make money for my family or to build my career. And, and all those things are great, but uh, maybe it's further down the line where they've accomplished those goals and kind of seen it through and they get to a point where it's, it's lacking a meaning um, and direction that it once had. And, you know, maybe this is what a midlife crisis often is, but they get <laughs> to a point where they're wanting to go a level deeper into to what that means for them and what their life's about. And, you know, frankly, more and more younger people are just coming, are just have that built into them start, you know, from the get go when they're 20, 21, 22. So, yeah, I don't know. It seems to be a question. A lot of, a lot of people are asking these days. And perhaps people are asking these days, regardless of the age is the thing here. It's like, but there will be always purpose in what you do every day or what you do in your work. And I, but I think it's the meaning of this uh, mentor that I had or have. It's like, mm. what exactly is the purpose of myself, of me, mm. towards whatever? And I think if you're able to discover that, okay, 
And if you discover Peter, if you're working this, what you like is, as you said, it's resonates more with you. Is what is your purpose? You're helping your client to look for their purpose. You know, let me know. Drop a line there and see if you're able to not discover, but share some kind of tips there to be heard as well. You no, know, for people say, okay, looking for the purpose. Well, the purpose is whatever it is. This is like that. You know, would be good. Mm. Yeah, sure. I'm curious, Francisco. Do you do you have a sense of your purpose? Have you developed a purpose statement or anything like that for yourself i don't mean yes. to put you on the spot no 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 no. that's fine i think this is what i always say you know it's like i'm a guy who 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 work in operations and and i, I realize it's like I, my purpose is i have to enjoy the process for me to move forward that's my oh purpose. yeah i'm reading that on your screen yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so for me to move forward there will be a process and i have to accept that process whatever process is going to be take long for me to move forward that's my purpose. It's like whatever I do, I have to enjoy that process. Bad or good, but I have to accept that. That's my challenge. Yeah, I love that. And what one thing I love about that is um purpose in social change and all these topics can feel a bit heavy sometimes. These pro these problems are so big and what's the meaning of my life? You know, it can have like a feeling of weight to it and what I get from that statement is just bringing the, letting the joy infuse all of that and, and kind of buoy us and, and propel us forward. And I think that's yeah. a real gift that you bring. Thank you. Oh. oh, thank you, Peter. Well, Peter, our time. It's done. Anything you would like to share for a wrap up, please go ahead. Oh, just I really appreciate the time and get to chat a little bit and share about what I do. Um, if people want to learn more, again, my name is Peter Schulte. I have a, my coaching practice is at sparkofgenius.org. And um, yeah, I just really appreciate you, Francisco, for offering this opportunity. A pleasure, Peter. A pleasure, Peter, to have our coaches here to share these stories. And I will share I, and I will you know tell these stories and I will share them. Thank you very much, Peter. Thank you. Take care. Good morning, good day, good evening. Uh, dear audience and listeners, this was another episode of Hashtag from Coach to Coach. Hashtag we talk on Mondays. This is your host, Francisco. And until then, stay safe. Thank you. <laughs>